The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Welcome to the Pulpery Sportscast with Brock and Ben. This podcast is where we discuss the sports headlines that intrigue us and those little stories that enrage us. Have you heard about them New York Rangers? They, so they we're, we're on a hot streak. We're going to start with the uh, the good, then we'll get to the bad, and then we'll get to the <laughs> ugly. Um, yeah, <laughs> and we talked about it before, that the Rangers were going to go through the gauntlet over Thanksgiving because of Dave Matthews. Thank yeah. you, Mr. Matthews. My little baby. Yeah. Um, so, they it started terrible. Well, I mean, that's what it was. No. <laughs> Everybody knew exactly. So, it started terribly where we went to Dallas and lost. But, you know, that's to be expected. You're on a five-game win streak. Not a big deal. Yeah. But then to rattle off three wins in a row against at the Penguins, at the Flyers, and then home against the Bruins. Yeah. That's impressive. I was not expecting any of that, let alone beating the Bruins seven to four. Well, it, it was it, it was such a bizarre stretch because it was like they'd have like three games in a row and then five days well, off. That's what I'm so they had five days off. I can't see because Bleacher Report sucks dicks. But yeah, they had five days <laughs> off. Between Columbus's win and us playing the Devils. And then they ended up beating the Devils, which I was sure was going to be a loss. Yeah. It's like, there's no way we're going to come five days and we're playing the team that everybody picked the sexy team this year. <laughs> who, oh, by the way, happened to be in <coughs> almost dead last. Um, so we beat them, and I'm thinking, okay. And we don't have... At this point, Lindgren and Fox, we were missing our best two defenders, and we have been for a while, though Adam Fox comes back tomorrow. So, yeah, we've been doing this, and and Shiesty was hurt. Right. So we were Jonathan Quick, which isn't bad. Dude won how many cups did L.A. win, the Kings? Two? Two, yeah. And Chicago won three, because it was yeah. like those two for five or six years. <laughs> yeah. All right. They beat us in that time. That's the only reason I know. So, yes, all this, I am awesome. The team looks good. <laughs> like, I, I, I can't fault them. They At five on five, they look great. Their penalty kill's good. They're not taking a, too many stupid... Uh, Penalties? Speaking of penalties, there was a game last night. It was Ottawa and Carolina. But they had a line brawl. Yeah. And when the official announced the penalties, he was like, two minutes for this guy for initiating and two minutes for this guy, and they each got a five-minute whatever for fighting. And then he said, everybody else on on the ice, ten minutes misconduct for fighting. And he said, everyone on the ice... 10 minutes. It was awesome. So they just took a 10-minute break? I get, I don't know how that worked. Did they all go sit in the fucking... I don't know. 
to like a little party in there. I just heard the <laughs> clip of him saying that. I was like, man, it's like that official saying, giving him the business, <laughs> 10 yards. Um, so, but they're not taking stupid penalties. The goaltending is bailing them out when they need to. Yeah. I like it. And I know, again, we're what? What's their games? What's their power play percentage? I'd have to look. I know we were in the top six in both power play and penalty kill. But, well, that should mean that you're over 20% then, right? Um, yes. Yeah. So that, that's good. I mean, that means if you got that and you're strong on your five-on-five, five, then that's... Five-on-five, five, man. Last year we were good on the power play. We yeah. We were good on the penalty kill. Five-on-five, five, we were not good enough. Yeah. And we basically have the same team. Again, we're missing people here and there, but we have a new coach. And, yeah, he just seems – he's like gallant. He's just like cool, calm, seems – but when the time is right, he's John Tortorella. Yeah, as you say, like in front of the cameras, he's fine. But, like, from the bench, he oh, can, Yeah, he loses his mind. Yeah. And uh, which is fine, but it starts out with just like calling an official over, just like let me talk to you. And then, he, and then and then he turns Brian Kelly red. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck Brian Kelly, by the way. God damn it. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's so difficult because like I want to hate Laviolette. Yep. Because I mean, he kind of imploded. The Predators, but that's also but, more of a front office kind of thing. Yep. But, um, I mean, I, I got, I got, I mean, he came in and within two years he had the Predators in the Stanley Cup finals. Like, they took the Flyers to the finals. Yeah. The Flyers. Wait, well, took the Hurricanes. Won it with the Hurricanes, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, because with the Flyers, they got beat by Chicago during that same yeah. six year fucking stretch. And with the Preds, the NHL beat them. <laughs> by allowing Sidney Crosby to do whatever the fuck to he wanted to. sit on P.K. Subban without a penalty. <laughs> but no, we're going to call back every single goal that you score in game one and two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. It was like... There were like three goals. And it was at least. interference on all of them. Yeah. Even though stupid. nobody was in the crease. <laughs> exactly. Like there might have been Thank some you. rubbing. Thank you for reminding me of that. Oh, I will... Yeah. Shall we go over this Saints pass interference? Goal? We're going to do that next. <laughs> so at any rate, I can't wait. I keep saying this for them to break my heart, but the ride is the fun part. Well, so like where where this is different than I think in other Laviolette tenures is that he's coming into a team. Gallant had them set up really well. Yep. And he, he only had to come in and fix one thing, the five on five. Yeah. And, that's and a it. little bit more structure, and get this. Are, are you listening, Saints? Make adjustments that's, in the middle yeah. of the game. Like, he's he does that, and it works. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah, I mean, like, you don't always have to run the kid line out there. You can right. mix and match you, you those lines. To, yeah. Yeah. He knows when to sit back. He knows when to push him forward. Like, he's got... A 1-3-1 one, one now where they kind of clog up the middle of the ice. It's 20 games in. I'm going to stop talking. So yeah. the New Orleans Saints, I think I was just putting them off as long as humanly possible. Yeah. Because uh, Derek Carr 
is fucking garbage. Wait, he's garbage inside the 20. Like, he's, as, as long as it's not in the red zone. Well, that's why he's, he's stat, brilliant. He pads his stats, which is why he got a $150 million contract out of us. I still think. He has pictures of Mickey Loomis somewhere? No, no, no. It's that, honestly speaking, because at least on the offensive side, clearly, like, there's just shit breaking down. I mean, we got we got guys getting arrested, jumping on the IL. Or, sorry, IR. Um, that they I, I don't know what they call it. It doesn't but, matter. Um, now Olave's brain is scrambled. Yeah. Apparently, I didn't notice this, know this, but... He's had his brain scrambled a lot in the past two years. Yeah, because it's like, as you were pointing out, is that, what was it you were saying? Pete Carmichael had him confused with Mike Thomas. Yes. So he had him running in the slump. Yeah. Yeah. So, and with somebody like Carr, he's not going to put it in an area. He's going to just throw it Um, to you, and then you're going to get smacked. Was it, um, what's the other running back? Rashid. Is it? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. He basically hurt him because he threw the ball behind him. Yeah. And his fucking knee exploded Bloated, because yeah. he was trying to get back to it. If he throws that ball in front of that guy, that's a touchdown all day, every fucking day. Well, and I, I still, and I, I think what we're seeing, um, progress through this week because. CBS Sports had an interesting little bit of where, like, Dennis Allen seems to be, were like really worried, and not from like that standpoint of like, hey, our guys aren't playing up to expectation of like. It sounds like his, you know, he thinks you know his job as it should be, and and the thing is is that nobody can deny him as being a good defensive coordinator. He could stay and be my defensive coordinator all day long. I don't give a shit. I don't know with the with the personalities on this. Like, you almost need a Bill Parcells. I mean, and that's what... Um, you need... That's what our old boy was. I mean, he was a Parcell disciple who can come in and say, sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up. And they go, yeah, okay. But also dance. Yeah. In the locker room after a big win. Yeah. Like, that's the guy we have. Did, man, Dennis Allen's like, a, what do the kids say, an NPC now, non-playable <laughs> character? Like that's what he is, you know. Like who? Somehow, yeah, he's the dude on the in Madden, like right. just being like, come here. Like he's not <laughs> right. He, he said, and then Pete Carmichael is. There was a, a graph going around about uh, how aggressive or non-aggressive play calling is. Yeah, and the Saints were the, as far <laughs> as you, and nobody was even close. Yeah, for. Well, yeah, like uh, that's soft. That's playing for your job and not playing to win. Not even at this point, it shouldn't be Mickey Loomis. It should be Gail Benson coming out and going, "If you don't win, you're all fired." And then guess what? They're going to start winning because then every time Carmichael's name has been in the news of like this guy can't do it. Guess what they do the next game? Have a good week. Fucking light it up. So this weekend we'll be telling. Because they play Detroit. Detroit's the second place team in the NFC. Yeah, they're legit. Yeah, they're. But they lost. They're coming out of their their what century long rebuild. Right. They're also playing on a long week because yeah. they played Thanksgiving. They lost, so they're going to stew over that, and they get an extra four days 
Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. And it's the Saints. It's our first home game in like a month. Yeah. But it, it like, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm defending Carr at every turn, but I... There's if, too much video evidence to... Uh, if you... But even then, it's like you don't... I mean, we don't know what's being piped into his headset and his helmet. Like, of like, drop back three and throw it to this guy, right? Um, well, that's what he's doing. He's like the Madden kid. Right, which is... And that's what Atlanta showed is that all you have to do is look at the look at his eyes and you yeah. know exactly who he's throwing exactly. it to. Exactly. The safety came from the other end of the field. Carr even said, well, he shouldn't have been doing that. Like, that's not even... Like, yeah, nobody would do. But that. at the same time, as of course this, they would, because you're staring at the fucking guy. Well, and as you've talked, as we've talked about in previous episodes, like you know, there's there's internet people out there pointing all this out, and that if your coaching staff is not going, hey, stop, stop fucking doing this, and it's ha- and it's not isolated incidents. Yeah. It is a dozen times in a game. And I, it's and this is where I kind of feel like the Saints are at, and it almost, and you would know better than I do, but at least the outside perspective of when they were the Aints is yeah. a coach would find a scapegoat and then just like ramp, like, you know, was, uh, who was it before? Jim Mora? No, but no, uh, the, the quarterback before. Uh, Aaron Drew, Brooks? Yeah. And remember, it was like, well, he runs too much, or. He was dumb, but he won our first playoff game in, in, right. in history. So he was a good quarterback. He was just, he was like Michael Vick and Chase. Right, but nobody looks back at those times and, and really goes like, oh, well, the coaching staff just wasn't getting him up to par. I'm, no, and again, I, I just will, who was his coach? I will, I will leave it at this. Hostetler? Uh, no, that was the quarterback, but yeah, um, oh, fuck you. Um. Hazlitt. Hazlitt, yeah. But yeah, God, those are some lean I was years, say, but we were actually good. So. Jeff Hostetler has a ring. Trent yes. Dilfer has a ring. Who was, or this was a fun one that was brought up. Who was the Tampa Bay quarterback when they won? Wasn't it Dilfer? <laughs> no. We want to take this time to thank you for supporting the Pulpery Podcast. We are available on all podcast platforms, so please follow us and turn on the downloads. You can always delete them later. If audio is not your thing, we are on YouTube. Check out our page and hit the subscribe button, like our episodes, and share with all your friends. Follow us on all the socials for our latest content and additional takes on the latest stories and news. If you need a change for your taste buds, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about the way you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need to rethink condiments. Help support an independent business by getting rid of your same old condiments and boss up with the goddamn sauces. Uh, word is that is this Black a Magic, or no, no, it's Antonio Conti. Oh, coming back to Juventus. Yes, the word is Allegri doesn't want to go after this year, and Conti is just waiting. Well, I thought I thought they having, were moving Allegri up, like to well, president of so operations. At, at, at any rate, I don't think Allegri, even if he wins the the Scudetto, I don't think he's staying. Um, just 
certain people don't want to play for him. I mean, yeah. Everybody kind of wants to play for Conti if you could just deal with his... Craziness? Yeah. But here's the thing. Or his je ne sais quoi. <laughs> here's the thing, right? His moxie. Yeah, um, his pizzazz. He's he's grown since his last time at Juventus. Because you know he played for Juventus. He's a yeah. fucking... Well, I, I mean, like, um, any manager that goes into the Premier League... He won. Yeah. But Chelsea... Yeah, but and then, then... And then went back to Italy and won with Inter. But then got, you know, like, 86th. Yeah. That's a... that's For whatever reason, that's a humbling experience for many. I mean, like, even, like, you know, Gunner is now more... He, uh... He's now, like, a guru. He also... <laughs> he, he, uh... Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he managed the national team, too. Yeah. At the Euros once, and he drug a really, really bad Italian team to the quarterfinals, maybe the semis, quarterfinals. We had no no business getting out of the group stage with that team. <laughs> but he did it because that's what he does. He drug Tottenham along yeah. until they got sick of this thing, but that's just Tottenham being Tottenham. So yeah. at any rate, I think I, I'm, I'm here for... At Conti and his hair plugs reunion at Juventus. Now, we're, so here's my question: How many reunions is it going to take before you all are like, no? Um, this will probably be the last <laughs> one. We're stubborn, except for if Zidane wants to come back. Correct, <laughs> but he hasn't managed us before, so like, no. I'll take him. Uh, speaking of, I Italian, meant former players like Zidane. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Pirlo. Once he does his walkabout and learns the ropes, um, ooh, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's st- we gave him his first gig, right? Yeah. He, he won the Italian Cup. He won a trophy with us, um, and now he's plying his trade, learning. He'll come back a guru like Conti. Yeah. Wow, that would be great. So we had the Derby d'Italia Sunday. Uh, again, after the international break, when we were starting kids, <laughs> there's no other way to put it. Yeah. Uh, Rabio started, and McKinney played. But that was it. The rest of them were kids. It's okay. We got a 1-1 draw out of it. At home, which sucks. We could have gone to first place, but... I'm okay. We still haven't lost in seven matches now. It's hard to keep track because the international break. Yeah. Plural. But I think we're done until March, I believe. Finally. Yeah. So now we're just going to put these guys through the meat grinder. Yeah. It's Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. December. Yes, indeed. We are talking matches. And that's another thing. Juventus don't have to play six matches a week. No, yeah. Like, the teams of the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, great. I, I I like where we're going. I like where we're headed. If we can get some injuries under control. Let's see. I wanted to see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches. We haven't lost. We've only drawn Jesus. two in that time. That's good. So 6-0 and 2. Well, I mean, that's just until you get deducted points. So, Well, I was going to head there, except I was going to talk about Everton. 
and how they got deducted points. Right. Um, For something that every major team does. Basically the same thing we did. But Man City has been under investigation for, like, almost as many counts as a former president of the United States. Um, right, but it keeps getting squashed when they, they get it to arbitration. They just keep punting yeah. and punting and yeah. punting. Sounds familiar. Um, yeah, so now the world is like it happened to Juventus, and now it's happened to Everton. Okay, everybody's like, and when does this happen to PSG in Man City? Yeah. Or even Chelsea, who signed... Or how about the other team in Liverpool? <laughs> Although I mean, Liverpool I'm not have pumped the brakes the past couple of years, right? Yeah, um, yeah, they cut down the spending a lot, right? They yeah. just went and plick, plucked a couple of guys, like they lost this guy, so they're going to bring him in, yeah, some type of thing. They don't do what Man City does, who just want to trouble, and they're like, we're going to go out and spend four hundred billion dollars <laughs> again, and you know the Premier League go. Look at Everton. Look at those guys. Well, I, I, I think they want Everton out for a bit. Well, they should have done that last year and kept Leeds up. Yeah, or, uh, you know, but I think I think even, like, Leeds falls... Oh, this is a beautiful transition, Yeah, no, I'm working um, that way. Look at that. It's almost like we've been doing, doing this for, right, like, three years. Sometimes. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think there's the... There's the Super League teams that they're never going to touch. Right. And then there's those teams like an Everton, a Leeds, that they will they'll, they'll want to push down. Right. Now, again, Leeds, they didn't have point deductions and shit like that. They just... Uh, yeah. Right. No. But we'll get back to that. But they, they do that. Yeah. They pluck. Italy's the only yeah. country ballsy enough to go, watch this. Well, and it, I think, like, particularly in the case of, like, of Everton is... That they're in a high-profile city, right? So then it's like if we if we relegate you, then it looks like we're that's being fair. What they've yeah, done. yeah. They took ten points from them. Yeah, and they'll get it back, and it'll go away. But, yeah, and it'll fuck with them, and they will be above relegation, and somehow get relegated. That's basically what's going to happen here. Yeah, although I don't. I don't have the Premier League standings up right now, but it's, yeah, it's just... Liverpool, Man City, Tottenham, Austin Villa. As I say, like, like the bottom, like, I know that point deduction put Everton below... Oh, yeah, they're, they're way, way... Luton way, Town yep. and, and um, that bunch. So it's... And that's, you know, we always have to be reminded it's a fucking business. And so the more the more hope you give to a Luton Town or any, team, my phone just shit itself. Um, well, and that's the thing, right? So not only you, yes, I accept cookies. Why do I need to keep doing that? <laughs> so oh, Arsenal won, so they're up top. Arsenal, City, yeah. Liverpool, Aston Villa, Tottenham, Man U. But Man U six points off of Arsenal. That's the top half. That's through sixth place. See, I'm more concerned with the bottom. Well, that's where I'm yeah. sitting at. So, because I'm a bottom dude. <laughs> Burnley, Everton, <laughs> Burnley, Everton, Sheffield United, Luton Town is now safe. Yeah. So, and technically, ever Burnley has a minus twenty-two goal differential. I was Which say, is yeah. fucking bonkers. 
since we've been watching Premier League, it's yeah, it's like Burnley, Watford. And they um, were, uh, I think they're actually down now. Yeah, but it's you but, know. But you're right. There's those. <clears throat> there's that group of teams that are up and down, up and down, up and down. Fullerton, yeah. uh, Nottingham, yeah. Burnley, Sheffield, yeah. Brentford has managed was just their third year up now. Yeah. They're they're up there fighting for uh, mid tied for tenth. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good on you. Yeah. Just hope COVID doesn't happen because I swear to Christ, if COVID doesn't happen, Leeds is not relegated. And uh, but like yeah, we we went over this I think last year. Like Brentford has always made the smart move since they got yeah. promoted. Yep. They never Sell went high, like, yeah. buy low, keep everything intact. They got know? a bunch of 70s and 80s on their exactly. teams. Yeah. And if somebody mm-hmm. steps up, sell them. Yeah. We're going to buy three people to replace that one guy. The Billy Bean model. Did they, did they let Erickson go for free? I think he was, I yeah. do not know. Yeah, he was on a one-year. I think, I, I think yeah. since he died, yeah. he was getting one-year contracts. I mean, he did. It's... No, no, no. I, I, I was saying that um, at some point over the holiday weekend, like telling somebody about, oh, it, the the Euros is this summer, and they're like, eh, whatever. Like last Euros, a dude died. A dude died <laughs> on the pitch, and Italy beat. England. Oh, we were talking about Taylor Twelman, and I was like, when Twelman was like, no, put the camera back on. Like, no, fuck. And then they were like, no, we do not need to see that anymore ever again. But real quickly, to touch on our boys, Leeds drew, unfortunately. Unlucky. Tied with West Brom. Yeah. Unlucky. I mean, the, the stats are always in our favor. So um, Finishing in the first half is what killed us. Yeah. And then, of course, falling asleep 30 seconds before the halftime. Yeah. Thinking you're cruising into halftime. Fell asleep once. And imagine that someone was at the front post this time. Yeah. Yep. Um, was it Furpo? No, it was somebody else. Cause I, it, it, it might have been, but yeah, who who? Who's the other guy? Rondon, R- R- yeah. Rodan. Yeah, I think it was him. Like he let the offense. But that kid's like twenty-two. Like he just let the guy get in yeah. front of him, get goal side of him. You yeah, can't stop it. He just one touched it. But you know, it's it's gonna happen. But they're they're. This sounds crazy. They're only 10 points back out of first. But, but tied with West Brom, and that's only because we're one behind them on, on, on goal differential. So, so technically we're fourth yeah. now? Okay. but And we've beat all three. Have we played West Brom? Uh, yeah. Did we beat them? No, I think we lost. But, okay, so yeah. we beat two of the three teams in front of us. Yeah. And that's all you can do. Pick up points against them and pick up points... But they like, were on the road, though, this week. So Lester's not running away with it anymore. So. Did they lose this weekend for four in a row? Uh, I don't have that up on my phone. I don't. They were on a three-game losing streak, which is why uh, yeah, Ips, yeah, no, Ipswich yeah, they, was able to catch them. So, yeah, Lester is still at 14 wins, three losses, no okay. draws. All right, so they, they won again. And so what that also means, Lester's due for a few draws coming up. What happens? You get goal scoring droughts. I mean, Ipswich, Ipswich, Ipswich has twelve, three, and two. Right. So I mean, everybody else has a bunch of draws other than Leicester. You're due. You're due. 
Yeah, man, draws will kill. But I'm okay with a draw on the road. I've said that forever. Yeah, yeah, of course. I am okay with a draw on the road. I agree with that. Unless you're playing a bottom <clears throat> fourth team, you know, those bottom four, five, six teams. Yeah. I'm, I want three po- points on the road. You've got to pick up max points against those teams. So real quickly, uh, touch on Champions League. PSG and Newcastle drew, and Newcastle is two points behind PSG in the group stage. So who else is in that group? Uh, Borussia Dortmund. And they're next, and then Milan. They're top. No, no. They're they're top with ten. PSG has seven. Newcastle, five. Milan has five. But Milan has a negative four goal Yeah, I think they're done at this point. That was the group of death. So Mm -hmm. Dortmund's winning the group. Yeah. Wow, Newcastle might not even make it out. How many games are left in that? They play, I think there's one more, more yeah. week. They play six. So if somehow Newcastle wins and PSG loses. And they're not playing each other because they yeah. just did. So. Eh, Dortmund, I think. That'll be interesting because all four of those teams are good. Yeah. Um. Who Trust else it. played today? Barcelona? How's yeah. that group look? Uh, Barcelona at the top with 12, Porto 9, Donex with 9, but they're at a zero goal, goal differential. Porto has 5. The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Pulper is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimmie on social media and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators.